then you can actually manifest love by having it in your mind and heart in a way that you are going to achieve it. Sick of sacrificing or settling in your romantic life? Welcome to Make Him Wonder with Coach Paula Grooms, where women struggling in real relationships ask the expert. Unscripted, unfiltered, understandable coaching conversations to help passionate women succeed in love. Hi there, and welcome to Make Him Wonder. I'm your host, Coach Paula, a dating and relationship coach, licensed social worker, and author of the book, Why Won't He Commit? How a Man Decides to Make You the One. This is the first podcast of 2020. Very exciting to be embarking on a new decade, correct? And I thought it would be an interesting endeavor to look back, actually use hindsight to create 2020, because hindsight usually is 2020, right? But today, looking back over your love life, that's what we're going to be talking about. Looking back to make it all that you desire and deserve in the new decade. It's interesting to me when looking at New Year's resolutions. Are you making any this year? Some people do. Some people are totally against them. Some people make resolutions here and there. It's an interesting thing how different people approach it very seriously or not seriously at all, and how we tend to, most of us, have deep resolutions and we're all gung-ho in the beginning and then they fade away, just the human condition. We have to fight against that in a way. We want to make the resolution stick. But you're here and I'm here because of love, relationships the difficulties of men and women relating and getting the love that we all desire and deserve. It's so tricky. And vis-a-vis resolutions, I find it very interesting that the top five resolutions, as you might imagine, are about weight loss, dieting, exercise, Dieting, exercise, lose weight. Those are the top three. And then they go from there into things like saving money, getting a new job, stopping a bad habit. And one of the sites I was looking at did research across the states of 1,500 respondents across the United States and DC. And nowhere on the list of top 10 was anything about finding love, getting married, starting a family. Fascinating to me. Because if we look at what really brings us happiness, it's fascinating that the resolutions have to do with things that can be deemed kind of on the outside rather than 
from the inside. Now, self-improvement was there, but yet all of the resolutions I'm seeing here have to do with becoming something, and I'm wondering why that is. Like becoming more fit, getting a better job, becoming less addicted to bad habits. And why would we do those things if we were happy? Hmm, right? I see those resolutions having to do with getting what we really want, which is love, acceptance, ease of life, less anxiety. And it's kind of a bass backwards way of doing things. I want you to think about your life over the last decade, meaning since 2010. What was missing? Do you think about your exercise? Do you think about a job? Do you regret not saving money? Typically, we regret what we didn't do over what we did, even if what we did was a mistake because we tried. So I'm wondering if you had love in your life, real love, committed love, marriage, family. Would that have been a worthy goal in the last decade over dieting, weight loss, appearance? It's so interesting how our society makes those things forefront in our minds. Oh, absolutely. It's society doing that to us. Other societies, less fortunate, what are they focused on? They're focused on their needs, right? Main needs, food, shelter, clothing, but family as well. Now, truth be told, way down on the list of top 10, number eight in the research of resolutions, was spending more time with family and friends. When we look at that goal or any of the goals that we hear, they're kind of vague. And when we have vague goals, they tend to get more and more vague and not be played out. Because if we look at any goal, we want to look at it under the SMART acronym, meaning is it specific? Is it measurable? Is it achievable? Is it rational? And do we put a time limit on it? Smart. So things like get more fit. Is that specific? Hmm, not really. If we want to get fit, we have to make a plan what we're going to do each and every day, what we're going to do, what that fitness looks like to us. For some people, it is being a triathlete. For others, it is being able to walk a mile. It, it's completely according to the person with the goal. But the more specific we make a goal, the more we can reach it. So in that realm, it would be, I want to become able to, and then you fill in the blanks. 
that fitness. And the fitness might then extend to, I want to be able to do blank, like run 10 miles a week. And by doing that, I want to lose X amount of weight. And then we put a time limit on it. That's a rational goal. Well, only rational if it is something like, I'd like to lose 20 pounds this year. That's a rational goal. We want to make it in chunks. So in the next four months or three months, I want to lose six and a half pounds. And those are rational and achievable. And anytime we chunk a goal down, we make it easier to achieve. So stuff like spending more time with family and friends, kind of vague. And actually, all of these resolutions are vague. Save money. What does that look like if that's one of your goals? Get a new job. Stop a bad habit like smoking or binge eating or binge watching Netflix or something like that, right? Even that's a little more specific. But what about in love? Because I bet if you look over the last decade, from 2010, if you had love in your life, real committed love, what would you have been able to achieve with other things? There's a saying, and I'm paraphrasing here, when men are having trouble at work, they can't concentrate on their love and personal life. And when women are not content in their love and personal life, they have a lot of difficulty concentrating work. And I would dare say even achieving. Now, some people, they can really separate things and go whole hog in achievement. And that can make up for lack of something personally. Some people do that in what we would call a, a positive addiction, so to speak. Positive addictions are things like addicted to exercise, addicted to work. But are they really positive? No, because anything done at an addiction level is not really positive because it's likely making up for something else, just like a negative addiction, just like drinking, drugs, sex, gambling, shopping, right? Making up for lack of love trying to fill ourselves with something else, right? So looking back for a moment over the last decade, since 2010, did you start a romance or have a romance and still don't have the commitment that you want, that solid knowing of a completely committed relationship? Or did you end something and want it back? You realized, oh my goodness, that was the guy. Or did you end something and haven't found love again? I want to talk about each of those situations in detail because that's why we're here. So let's talk about the three main reasons you may not have romance in your life starting out 2020. Or maybe you do, but it is not heading to commitment. That's 
a lot to talk about, and we'll kind of go through that, but let's look back to look ahead, right? Because hindsight is 2020. So did you start a romance sometime in the last decade and still don't have the commitment that you desire and deserve? If that's the case, there's some fear there that is holding you back. And we can work to identify that. Because with that fear, you will not be able to free yourself. And that's what it's all about, freeing yourself. We have freedom of choice. And you can stay in the relationship you're in and decide that it is what you want. Find out that it's not what you think it is and decide something else. There's all manner of things that you can find out because knowledge is power. And with that knowledge, fear can be abated. Here's what I mean. If you are in a relationship now and it's not moving forward in the way that you would like it towards commitment and you're feeling something is off, you've got to listen to that intuition. Go to the consumer versus buyer relationship test at willhecommit.com. Willhecommit.com. Take the evaluation. It's free. You get free results. Find out if your man is a consumer or a buyer. If you know my consumer versus buyer relationship theory, if you've read my book, you'll know all about it. You can get more information there about consumers versus buyers in my book. Why will he commit? How a man decides to make you the one. So you likely know if you have a romance but still don't have the commitment you'd like, something is holding your man back. And with simple strategies, you can move him up the scale to becoming a bona fide buyer and you getting the relationship you desire and deserve. I have a program that's lure him in. And these aren't negative tactics, games. It's really standing in your value when you know what it is that will make you the most comfortable, happy, and feeling good in a committed, loving relationship. And and moving forward to what it is you want in your life or that the man you're with cannot provide that. This is how you finally know in a high-value way that is kind, that is not scolding, that is not blaming, that is simply standing in your value and making your needs known in a profound way that allows the man in your life to come to the decision he needs. And that takes, it takes guts on your part. You may want to listen to episode 42, where I talked with Lorna. She went through this Lure Him In program. And rarely do I talk to someone in my programs, but uh, she did this, and I'm so glad she did, because she was going through real difficulty 
in understanding where her man was on the scale because he showed so much love for her. And that's the thing, ladies. If you're with a man who's not committing, it's likely not because he doesn't love you. Interesting, in all the work that I do with all the women that I do, I find it's usually not or very, very rarely the case, is it, that the man doesn't love the woman. He does. But that's not how men commit. Men don't commit out of love alone. Ironically, they are best when they are in committed relationships. And it is largely upon us to foster that and do what is necessary to, and not do, I should say, should add that in, not do what turns him off to wanting that commitment long-term. And this is what we deal with in the Lure Him In program and also my GPS, the Groom Positioning Program. So back to hindsight. Did you end something over the last decade and now you realize you want it back? Bit of a tougher road, but possible if you do things in a way that will totally reset and restart things with the man you intend. That is the Lure Him Back program. And if you're going through that and you're wondering, hmm, should I? Should I start 2020 with that in mind? Let's talk about that. Because you really do want to be moving yourself forward and not going back. But sometimes we have to really end things in a way that for us is knowing that we did everything possible and then we can move on. Because you want to really clear the slate for yourself in this new decade. It's funny how we have these times like the new year where people are thinking of renewing, making things fresh, like spring. Many times when we go out on the first spring day, we feel it and it energizes us. And we can utilize these times like now to do what we feel will get us what we really want in life. So back to hindsight. Did you end something and you haven't found love again? Many, many women find themselves in this place through divorce or ending a relationship that did not get to commitment. If you are interested in finding love again, perhaps you are online dating. If you are, or even if you haven't, go and take the One Love Dating Test at the onelovedatingtest.com. Again, free test, free result. Find out where you are on the scale of being an A-dater, the top, or a real digital disaster. No, no one is that. But find out where you are on the scale because when you do online dating in a way 
that allows you to stand in your value and have a man achieving your time, attention, and affection in the right way to start him off from the very start. And that first meeting, boy, is it a game changer. And that program, it's really, it's really so wonderful to see women who have struggled with online dating to start finding success in meeting appropriate men. I highly encourage you to do that if you have not found love over the last decade and you're thinking about online, and here's why. January and February are the biggest months of the year for people starting online dating. It's funny because the resolutions would show that people are not thinking about that, but they are. They might not make it a firm resolution, I'm going to find love this year, but they're thinking about it, a la, well, I'll get in better shape and then I'll find love. And I'll stop smoking and then I'll find love. Or I'll lose weight and then I'll find love. Or I'll have a better job and then I'll find love. Well, if only, right? doesn't really work like that. It's its own unique happening in life that focus on it is just as important as focus under the SMART acronym of any other goal, truly. And you can actually manifest love by having it in your mind and heart in a way that you are going to achieve it. It might not be the most romantic thing in our society says, oh, well, it'll happen when it happens. It'll happen when you least expect it. That's an interesting one. I'm going to talk about that in a moment. Are you ready to move forward with a man who's dragging his heels? If you're ready to be completely committed and experience what it's like to have your man coming to you to make things exclusive and move towards a formal commitment, connect with Coach Paula on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, or by simply taking one of our free relationship evaluations at willhecommit.com. Let's talk a little bit about putting your intention on finding love, getting it back with someone that you love, or getting the commitment that you desire and deserve with someone you're with at the moment. This takes intention in a way that, again, most people say you can't really put your intention there or you're not going to get it. Love will happen when it happens. If it's meant to be, it will be, that kind of thing. I have found that working with women that I have, when they put the right action behind the intention, and the right action can mean doing the right things, thinking the right things, behaving in a way that is conducive to allow the man, men, whatever in their life to come forward and to be attracted to their energy. This actually takes some reworking and doing an intention. And when they do it, it works. It works to allow them 
to see themselves in a different way and that they have power and control over one of the most important areas of their life, love, romance, relationships. Sometimes it's in not doing something that they've been doing. I'm thinking about a client I had recently who she believed she was doing all that was right to allow her boyfriend to see how much they love each other and how important it would be for them to marry and start a family and all of that. And she was actually driving him away. If you listen to episode 42 with Lorna, where Lorna finally came to the realization that despite the love her man gave her over the years, he was in no different place than he had been at the beginning of their relationship and was not willing to move forward with commitment. And she in her life was ready for that. It can be if you're going through a breakup right now or did recently. In listening to that episode, number 42, it might feel really sad. And you might feel sad for Lauren in hearing it, but actually it's not because she can finally move forward in her life. And that is what will bring her the most joy and happiness and the chance of it. Because if we don't change something, nothing changes. That's what resolutions are all about. I'm going to do something differently this year to produce different results. And then we have to take action on the intention. And it truly is the same with love. It's just not as overt. But without setting our GPS to where we're going, where we want to go, we won't get there. We cannot get in the car not knowing our end point. So that is the groom positioning system, GPS. It is, I am setting my sights for marriage. And let me tell you, ladies, that we need to do that because when we have that in our minds, if you're out dating, you need to know that from the moment the man first lays eyes on you, he is making an assessment of whether or not you are in a category that will allow him to think of you as the possible one. And we have to think about setting our GPS right away that we are on the path towards complete commitment, marriage. And so when we run into the wonderful stranger that's odd and sexy and showing us, however, that he's a consumer, our GPS says redirecting, redirecting. Very important. So we can use hindsight as 2020 to know that we are going, to know that we are going to do something differently in the new year to start a new decade of getting exactly what it is that we desire and deserve. You can do it. Think about it. Take some action. Take the test on your man. 
the consumer versus buyer relationship test to see where he is. So you have a starting point. So you know where he really is. Not what you feel, but what he is feeling, thinking. That gives you the knowledge from where he is coming from. Very, very important. Or if just dating, you want to take the one love dating test.com to find out your skill level in online dating because that's where men are going now to date. You always want to add in, and in my program, One Love Online to Never Ending Love, I have strategies for also meeting men out and allowing for the best possible chances of meeting men when you are out, but also online because that's where men are going now to meet women. But we want to be able to truly meet the ones who are going to have the best possibility for relationships and longevity, commitment, marriage. So set your GPS for this decade. Where do you want to be 10 years from now? The start of 2030, wow, goes by quickly. What do you want to have in your personal life? Do something differently this year to get that started. Do things in a different way to produce different results. Knowledge is power. You can have that power. Know that you can. And you're doing that. You've started. You're here listening. And you know that with any man, you've got to make him wonder. Thank you for listening to Make Him Wonder. If you've benefited from today's conversation, please subscribe and share. Connect with Coach Paula at MakeHimWonder.com. There you can take several relationship evaluations, discover her books and other resources, and find out if one of her personalized coaching programs might be right for you. Coach Paula here. I know you're getting a lot from season one of Make Him Wonder, and I want you to get even more in season two. Go now to the 8020 Wonder Club and become a member. The 8020 Wonder Club is a membership club where you'll get all the new episodes of season two the moment they come out. Otherwise, you're going to miss out. That's the 8020wonder.club. Make this your year to be consistently mindful of what it takes for a relationship to go the distance. Go to the 8020wonder.club and I'll see you in the clubhouse.